0: It's December 31st, so that means it is the seventh day of Christmas. I know lots of you are probably thinking about New Year's, and people are making New Year's resolutions, and there's all kinds of traditions around New Year's Day, which is tomorrow. But let's hang on to this Christmas season still, right? It's only day seven, and we've got to go to day 12. So I'm glad you're listening to this, and hopefully this is going to help you continue to focus on the incarnation of God, and what that means to us in our lives. Today's quote is from Charles Spurgeon, who was a 19th century preacher, really is what he's best known for is his sermons. Uh, his, his greatest time of preaching was in London, um, you know, in the mid to late 1800s. Uh, and and was just known for these phenomenal sermons. So of course, the quote today comes from one of his sermons. Uh, and, and the quote I've got there, there's a bit of a, a setup to it where he actually introduces with a, with a question. Uh, he's reflecting on what it means to call Jesus wonderful. And, um, and he says, is he not rightly called wonderful and then here's the, here's the quote that um, that I've used for today so so here it is infinite and an infant eternal and yet born of a woman almighty and yet hanging on a woman's breast, supporting a universe and yet needing to be carried in a mother's arms King of angels and yet the reputed son of Joseph, heir of all things and yet the carpenter's despised son. Isn't that great? And then after he's listed all of that about Jesus, then he adds, wonderful are you, O Jesus, and that shall be your name forever. Isn't that great? So is he not rightly called wonderful? And then he goes through this list of infinite and an infant, eternal and yet born of a woman, all the way down to heir of all things, and yet the carpenter's despised son. So good, and his conclusion, wonderful is going to be your name forever. You will always be known as this wonderful Savior, Jesus. Uh, I love the way this passage builds as well, you know, adding all of these pairs kind of just keep building on one another until he just kind of exclaims, and, you know, it'd be, it would have been great to hear him preach. Um, and, and supposedly it was just a phenomenal experience to to hear one of his sermons. But you can hear it kind of building and then him just exclaiming at the end of it, Wonderful are you, oh Jesus, and that shall be your name forever. So it's just, um, he's not trying to necessarily, he would use logic in his sermons for sure, but here he's not trying to necessarily create a logical argument, right? He's just trying to stir stir us to help us wonder at what God has done in Jesus, right? This is why he can say, you know, you are wonderful, Jesus, because we get this sense of wonder and awe when we start to think about who Jesus really is, this, you know, infinite and an infant. I, you know, that's... We wonder at that. And I think we get that at Christmas time, don't we? Because we sense the wonder and the mystery and the majesty and the awe of the king of the universe, of everything, coming and being born and being laid in a manger. And even down to the announcement being made to lowly shepherds and them being the first ones to. To come and see this Savior. We're in awe of God's way of doing things. We're in awe of this Jesus who lies there and is held in his mother's arms. We are in awe. We wonder at it. So, yes, wonderful are you, O Jesus, and that shall be your name forever. That's Charles Spurgeon and our reflection for today.